Welcome to the You Got This podcast, featuring authors Donnie and Sandy. We invite you to settle in, open your hearts and minds, and be inspired to trust and present hope in the Lord. When you allow Him to lead the way, you got this. Hey guys, welcome back here to another awesome episode of You Got This with your host Sandy and Donnie from your new life ministries. This is season two, episode 11, and we're going uh, continuing on with our a series of discovery, and this episode is called Discover Your Strength. And we're going to touch on seven specific topics. One being you'll you find strength in trials. Number two, character development through trials. Number three, you find strength in God's encouragement. Number four, you find strength through prayer. Number five, you find strength in hoping in the Lord. You find, and six is you find strength in God's mercy. And finally, number seven, strength to trust and divine protection. And we're going to elaborate on what we mean by these as we go through this discussion. But honestly, you, by example number one, you find strength in trial. You will find the strength in trials because trials are what strengthens your faith in God. We may not like the trials, but you will find so much strength when you go through them because God is training us. These trials are about training, about teaching you valuable lessons that God wants you to learn. And the only way we're going to learn it is by going through specific trials. These trials may be short, may be long, we don't know, but they're all for divine protection from God. And he is training you for your specific goals he created you for in the first place. So just don't forget that. Yes. And hi, I am Sandy. And I'm so glad to be here. Love coming and bringing you these words because they really do touch home. Because I go through trials. We all go through trials. But before I began writing books, before I began doing these speaking events before we started these podcasts. I went through over 20 years in a horrendous trial. And I lived with someone who allowed, he was uh, had a good heart and was a good husband and father. And he still loves his kids. But he allowed drugs and alcohol to take over. And it wasn't him. It was the drugs and alcohol. That because of that, the rages that came from that, and I don't even think he knew what he was doing, but I suffered abuse. I was made to feel invisible, worthless, like I didn't matter. And through it all, through it all, I found the Lord. And because of that, I had such a deep desire to read the Bible, and I found strength through the Word of God. I, so that's where I found the Lord. And so I have your trials, character development and trials, two separate topics, because um, number two, your character development. OK, we'll touch more on that. But your character won't keep you right. Your, your dreams won't take you where your character won't keep you. But in your trials, you learn so much. You find maybe a deeper relationship with the Lord in your trials, your passion develops. And so by that, I dove deep into the word and I found strength in the word of God. That's another place you find strength in the word of God. And 
it gave me hope. And because of that, I kept reading and reading and reading. And that's where I started learning so much about the Bible. And it gave me the background I needed when I began writing. And so the first one I want to touch on in, in your trials is David. Okay, David just tended the flocks for his father. And, you know, he had he had older brothers and he wasn't even, you know, one of the ones that probably they would have thought, right? But David was the one. David was the one that God chose. And in 1 Samuel 23, 16, it says, And Saul's son, Jonathan, went to help David at Porsche and helped him find strength in God. You see, okay, he had already won the favor of Saul, who was king at that time. But then he had the favor of God because he was obedient to God. And so whenever he went out to battle with the rest of the men, uh, the people would shout, Saul has killed his thousands and David his tens of thousands. And this made Saul jealous. And there it began. And so he was on the run from Saul. And, you know, he grew weary. But Jonathan loved him. See, Jonathan saw, and it was because of God, hit the favor God had on David, that God loved on him, and he encouraged him in his trials through Jonathan. Are you in a trial? I bet you've had some people speaking over you to encourage you. That's God loving on you. You see, we all have trials that we're weary of. And that we need rest sometimes. And the enemy wants to steal. John 10, 10 says he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And Jesus says, I have come to help me have life and have it more abundantly. The enemy wants to steal your hope. And he wants to steal your joy. And he wants to keep oppressing you. Because he doesn't want you to fulfill the plans God has for you. So he'll keep on attacking you. And he'll keep on attacking you. And he wants you to quit. But. David, David didn't give up. David didn't quit on God. And he had several tests because he was young and immature. And before he could become king, he had some lessons that he had to learn. And he had some tests that he had to pass. And several times he was presented with the opportunity to, uh, to avenge himself. And, you know, I'm going to repay him. But God says in, in Romans chapter 12, do not take revenge, my friends, but save him for God's wrath. Do not become over don't do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And so he he didn't do it. He passed the test. And then another point where him and his men were hungry and they came upon this field um, and they wanted something to eat. And he they asked, but Nabal wouldn't do it. And you know, he was he got he grew furious with them, but his wife Abigail. She spoke to him and she encouraged him and he listened. See, we have to listen to people. We have to have a teachable spirit. We can't be all prideful because we don't know everything. Nobody in this world knows everything. And he listened, so he passed the text. He listened to Abigail. And are you in a trial? Are you in a trial that maybe you just need to get alone with God and ask for some direction? That's exactly right. So what we need to do is just keep on going while we're going. Pray to God. He gives you the strength because he will 
He's putting you through these trials for a reason to train you, but he does want to continue to talk to you while you're going through these trials. It's all about that. It's all about communication. And as you're going through these trials, you can ask God for different assistance, and he will give it to you. He will give you the strength and the willpower, the motivation, everything you need to succeed in these trials. And that's where we're going to part, uh, to, um, point number two, character development through trials. You will go through trials, but they, they are to produce character in you just as it did for David. And we all know about David. David went through a trial himself. See, God made him the king. Uh, he gave him the strength he needed to take out Goliath. We all know how big that person was. And we all know how strong he was. And this little puny little guy named David was nothing more than a slingshot. All these other people around, these hundreds of people talking off out of the smack, saying, oh, why we can take you out of life? And not one of them had the courage, the tenacity to go up against that guy, except for a puny little runt named David. He went up to him with a slingshot, nothing more, but he had God's courage. He had God's will. And we all know Goliath was nine feet tall. He was nine feet tall. This and this David dude, he was he was probably nothing but five foot. He was a teenager, and he took him out. He took him out, and these people are standing around. He was big, muscular, had swords and all this, shields and all this. And David went up to him like, "You ain't nothing compared to what I got behind my back." And he took him out. And uh, that was one of the trials. And although he, David became a little, little too sure of himself as he went through later in life, but God brought him back to reality on several different occasions. He got, brought him back to reality. And because we're, we are not perfect people. People say, oh, Christians, oh, they think they're so high and mighty and they are so perfect. We are by far not perfect. We are probably the least perfect people on earth. And but there are differences. We admit it. We screw up. We screw up on a daily basis. But we will admit that we screw. That's a part of character development too. Learning to fess up to what your shortfalls are. Learning to fess up to whatever you screwed up at. Admitting our mistakes, and that's another character development. Yes, and like you said, David beat Goliath. He killed him with a slingshot and a rock. And you know what that stands for, people? The rock, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He knew that he had the rock behind him. And see, God doesn't expect us to go through trials without any help. You know, he spoke through Abigail um, and, and, and David listened. He speaks to us through his word, through the pastor, through our brothers and sisters in Christ. God had to prepare David so his pride would not overtake him as soon as he got into the position of the throne. And that is so easy, easy to do. The trials we go through before reaching the promises he's made to us are, are for that same purpose. And like I've told you, our dreams will not take us where our character will not keep us. Romans 5 verses 1 through 5 says, Therefore, since we've been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God, not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. 
And that brings us to our next point. You find strength through God's encouragement. God knows our hearts and he knows when we we need to be encouraged. And he sent his son to die for us on the cross to leave behind the Holy Spirit that we may have hope. That we may have hope and, and that we might find encouragement. And you can find encouragement all through the scripture. But also he might speak through somebody else. Uh, John 14, uh, 15 through 21 says, If you love me, and keep my commands. I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to help you to be with you forever, the spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. And before long, the world will not see me anymore. But you will see me because I live, you also live. And on that day, you will realize that I am the Father and you are in me and I am in you. And whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. Exactly right. Exactly right. That brings us to our fourth point. You will find strength through prayer and the intercession of Jesus. As I mentioned before, when you go through these trials, God wants us to, to continue to talk to him. Tell him the small things that you need to make it through these trials, and he will give it to you because that's the whole entire point of growing. So always remember, you can find strength in prayer. That is the whole purpose of these trials is to train you so you can talk to God through prayer and uh, tell him what you need to make it through this. But he already knows. He just wants you to ask. He wants you to talk to him because he wants a personal relationship with you. Just like you have personal relationships with everybody in this world, like your friends, your neighbors, your mothers, your fathers. You have personal relationships with all of them. But the one you really need is the personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Because he was going to give you what you need to make it through certain aspects of your life, certain trials that you may be going through. And that's all he needs is just for you to talk to him. As in Hebrews 7.25 says, Therefore he is able to save completely those who come to God through him because he always lives to intercede for them. He will give you the strength and power to carry on until you have learned what you need to learn. That's what I was just talking about. And Philippians 4, 11 through 13 says, I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content. Whatever the circumstances, I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in every, any and every situation, whether fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who gives me the strength. And finally, Psalms 29, 11 says, The Lord gives strength to his people. The Lord, is, Lord blesses his people with peace. And exactly. So that's all it is. You have to just talk to him like he's your next door neighbor, like he's there with you through prayer. And we all know where he is. He is in us. He is in heaven. He's going to give us what we need when we need it. Yes. And so the next thing, oh, the Lord does this to me all the time. Because there are still certain things that this brings joy to my heart that I want to do for him. And then there's been hindrances along the way. And I keep wondering, Lord, is this going to happen? So our next topic is you find strength in trusting and hoping in the Lord. Become a prisoner of hope. A prisoner. 
you think of someone who's confined to a cell or in chains. So chain hope to yourself and never let it leave you. Because when you have hope, have you ever had someone tell you something and you were just really down and then someone come and told you something and it just, wow, you know, and it got your hope up that, wow, this is going to happen for me and I'm going to, or I'm going to be okay. Okay, that's what hope does for you. And then it helps you to trust God because you have hope again. You have something to believe in. Zechariah 9, 11, and 12 says, As for you, because of the blood of my covenant with you, I will free your prisoners from the waterless pit. Return to your fortress, O prisoners of hope. Even now I announce that I will restore twice as much to you. See, and as you have hope, you can learn, it, it helps you to trust him. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. See, when you trust him, you're fully persuaded and completely trust God. And you know that he will give you the strength to help you to continue. You know that he's going to answer you. You know that you're going to have what he promised you and do what he promised you to do, just as Abraham did when he promised him that he would have his firstborn son at the age of 85. I don't think I'd want that. How about you? Romans 4, 20 and 21 says, yes, he did not waver through disbelief in the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God being fully persuaded that God was able to do what he had promised. He was fully persuaded that God, if God wanted to give him a son at his old age, then God would do so. Yeah, and we're going to take a quick break here, and we're going to play a song called I Will Call by one of my wife and I's favorite Christian singers, Jackie Valeska. So we'll be right back right after this song. Deep into the valley low Your faithful hand will guide and lead me on Oh good shepherd, come restore my soul And bring me comfort, bring me comfort When the world around me crumbles and falls I'm not shaken because you hold it all Let the glory of your power here be shown In my weakness, in my weakness I will come and you Your light has come to chase out the dark 
Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed that song called I Will Call by Jackie Velasquez. And we're going to continue on with our discussion here of discovery of strength and trials. And we come to number six in our point. You can find strength in God's mercy. And God is a king of mercy. He will give you abundant mercy if you ask him for it. See, in, in the story of Samson, Samson's strength was in his hair. And he uh, he had uh, taken a Nazarite vow, but Delilah was his weakness. And we, we all know how hot Delilah was, and Samson was madly in love with her. And But she was, um, what was she, honey? She was, a, uh, she was a Philistine, and the Philistines didn't get along with what was the, Jews. the Jews. Those two uh, batches of people really didn't care for each other that much. But Samson was madly in love with Delilah, and uh, she kept. Uh, she was a trick. She tricked them uh, and uh, tricked them and uh, deceived them in so many different ways. And finally, the uh, the Philistines uh, cut his hair off. 
And he lost his strength, of course. As a matter of fact, I'll let my wife tell you the story. She's a lot better at it than I am. Yeah, see, they wanted to know the secret of his strength. And you can find that whole story in the book of Judges. And, you know, he didn't want to tell her, but she tricked it out of him. And they subdued him They and they gouged out his eyes. And they humiliated him. And he cried out to the Lord to give him strength one more time. And then the Lord answered him. In Judges 16, 28 through 30, it says, Then Samson called out to the Lord, O oh Lord God, please remember me. Strengthen me, O God, just once more, so that with one vengeful blow, I may pay back the Philistines for my two eyes. And Samson reached out for the two central pillars supporting the temple, bracing himself against them with his right hand on one pillar and his left hand on the other. And Samson said, let me die with the Philistines. Then he pushed with all his might and the temple fell. Can you imagine that? The temple and the way it was built with all that big stone. Mm -hmm. uh, it fell on the Lord's and all the people in it. So in his death, he killed more than he had killed in his lifetime. You see, God has mercy and he gave him strength again. And Lamentations, that's one of my favorite verses. Lamentations 3, 22 and 23 says, Because of the loving devotion of the Lord, we are not consumed. His mercies never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul, and therefore I will hope in him. So people... What are you going through? What are you going through that you need to be strengthened, that you need to be encouraged? Have you gone to the Lord in hope? Have you gone to have you gone to the word and read the word? You can just open it and you will find hope and encouragement and strength. And God talks to you through his word. He talks to you through your Christian friends. He talks to you through your pastor or maybe a song. Are you listening to praise music? Because God says in Psalm 22, 3, that he inhabits the praises of Israel. It means he inhabits the praises of his people. Are you praising God? Just shout out and start singing when you get discouraged. Because Satan's not going to stick around and praise God with you. No, he is certainly not. So we just got to remember where our loyalty lies. Where we need to put all of our love, all of our anguish, all of our needs, everything into one person. Jesus Christ. And that comes to our final topic. It's number seven. Strength to trust in divine protection and intervention. An angel released Peter, Peter from the prison. God parted the Red Sea. He provided ram for Abraham, went out of obedience. He was going to sacrifice Isaac and raising Lazarus from the dead and feeding over 5,000 people with only five loaves of bread and two fish. If that's not divine intervention and protection, from the Lord Almighty, you tell me what it is. Because God provides us with every ounce of what we need at any given point in our life, whether it be morning, day, or night, whether we're on a desert on or in the middle of the ocean. He will provide what we need when we need it to succeed in our tests and trials to develop to make sure that we have what we mean, make sure that we are obedient to Him. And why shouldn't we prove our loyalty to him? Because he proved his loyalty to us 
over and over and over. And especially when we're going through something, we cuss him, we carry on about him, we hate him, we love him. But he yet, he only says one thing to us. He loves us. And we're sitting here cussing him, carrying on, all because we're going through trials for us, for him to teach us, teach us. And the only thing he asks us in return is loyalty and love to him. Well, what more does he have to prove to get to us to prove that he is the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Yes. Um, and Psalm 91, I'm sure most of you listening, you've read that. Psalm 91, verses 9 through 13 says, Because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent. You, you shall trample underfoot. Then when you have learned what you've needed to learn, character in place to keep you there promotion will come and deliverance from your trials victory will be yours psalm 145 13 through 21 says the lord is faithful to all his promises and loving toward all he has made the lord upholds all who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down that means even when you mess up he's going to be there to pick you up when you cry out to him the eyes of the eyes of all look to you and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and faithful in all he does. The Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him and he hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature, creature praise his holy name forever and ever. See, your deliverance will come. Your deliverance will come from the Lord, and he will give you hope. Are you crying out to him? Are you crying out to him in prayer? Are you going to the word? Are you praising him? Are you asking for help from the Holy Spirit? Because there's lessons for you to, to learn in these trials before you reach what, where he wants you to go. Or before he answers that prayer you've been asking for. And maybe there's some passions he wants to bring out of you. Or maybe you're just doing something that's enabling somebody else and you need to stop. And so that's why you're going through that trial. Are you complaining or are you crying out to him for help and strength to get through it? And are you asking him, God, open my eyes to see what you're trying to teach me. Open my ears to hear. Exactly. Exactly. I'm going to read this one uh, final verse. Uh, actually, a few verses. Uh, Psalms 91, 14 through 16. Because he sent his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and I will show him my salvation. That's all we got to do, people, is love and adore him. And he will give us unbelievable riches. And uh, there's nothing more we can say about that. All 
all we have to do is honor and obey him. And honestly, in this world, that seems to be too much to ask from people. And it's very, very sad. But the point of all this is, is we will have trials. We will have unbelievable torment because this is a fallen world. But God will give us what we need to survive these trials, to learn what these trials are all about, and ultimately make us a bigger and better person in the end. And that's all what anybody wants, is to be a bigger and better person than we are now. And that's what these are all about. Yeah, so I really want to invite you to go to our website, yournewlifeministries.org. And visit our blog page, visit uh, our, our podcast page if you want to hear some of our previous podcasts. And don't forget to listen to Donnie's Straight Talk for Men. It's straight in your face truth, so beware. Uh, and our, our books, see our current books. I've got two new ones in the works. Uh, it's The Train Ride, One Woman's Journey, and how she let success go to her head. And then she has an accident that sends her into a coma in which she's on a train. And she sees five different people that she was mean and rude to. And God allows her to see their story. She looks at them, but she sees how she treated them through their perspective. And she feels their pain. And because of that, you know, it really spoke to her heart and it gave her another chance and when she comes out of it, you'll have to read the book to see what she does. And so it's in the works um, in, in, in production right now. And I have another children's book coming up. And, and, and that one is called, um, um, I think it's Molly. I forgot what I titled it. I think I titled it Molly's Journey to Forgiveness. Um, and it's about bullying. Oh, moms and dads, you won't want to miss this book. Um, Molly learns a lesson on learning how to forgive the ones who are bullying her and they end up becoming best friends. So that is something that you won't want to miss um, out either. That one is also in production. But we want to close out in prayer and just say a quick prayer for you. So if you have a prayer request or even a topic you want us to discuss, please go to our website and fill out the contact us form. Or if you just want to write something a little bit longer, you can email us at info at yournewlifeministries.org. So I'd like to close out in a, a quick word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we pray for all those um, people that are out there, all our listeners from all over, from all over Europe and, and from even from Moscow, from Russia, Lord, from Canada and, and everyone in the United States. If they're going through a hard time and they need some strength, Lord, please give them the strength that they need and the encouragement. Lord, speak to them in a way that speaks directly to their heart. If they're in need of financial provision, please provide that. If they're looking for a job, uh, lead them to that one, to that job that you would have them. Um, and Lord, if they need healing, I pray that they're healed. And I speak right now in the name of Jesus Christ and decree and declare that those who are in need of healing right now, I, they are feeling your touch and they are healed in Jesus' name. And if they're depressed, I pray, Lord God, you touch their heart. And if they're lonely, Lord, please provide a friend. And if they're homeless, God, lead them to you. Help lead them to a Samaritan who will help get them back on their feet. 
and provide the food and clothing and water and everything that they need to get back up on their feet like the story of the Good Samaritan. And Lord, we ask for all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. And also, don't forget to uh, check out our Facebook and Instagram pages and YouTube pages. They're all with the same title, Your New Life Ministries, LLC. And like my wife just said, don't forget her books as well. They're all on our website. And the two in a production, and we'll let you know what days go, those get released as well. And always remember, you know, you got this when you let God lead the way. I'll catch you later, guys. Bye-bye.